I see no objection. Therefore, the resolution is um, is uh, adopted with this this amendment. Therefore, uh, I repeat, the, the uh, resolution <laughs> is uh, approved with amendment. You know, I probably should have named my last article, what in the hell just happened, right? Because that's kind of where everybody is right now. Carbon 60 or C60 first gained notoriety back in 2012 from a study that increased the lifespan of rats by a whopping 90%. Since that breakthrough study, scientists have conducted thousands of studies showing C60 not only has a very real potential extending lifespan, but it also has been shown to be better than any other substance ever studied to reduce inflammation, eliminate free radicals, provide powerful antioxidants, and more. After the famous rat study, scientists at Live Longer Labs realized a human, not industrial, formula needed to be made. That's when they set out to be the first lab in the world to focus on what is best for human consumption of C60. This led Live Longer Labs to pioneer a high-quality, 99.9% .9 pure C60 refined without solvents in oils that work best for humans, and that is black seed oil. Look it up yourself. Black seed oil has been known as a universal healer for millennia, and more modern studies confirmed its benefits as a potent antioxidant and for anti-inflammation. Simply, it's not like other oils. It's better. To try this amazing product, go to sarahwestel.com under shop. Remember, members of Ebeneer save 10%, and all listeners can save 5% using the coupon found at sarahwestel.com under shop. Ridiculous. But I did. they did do a few things. First, they didn't follow their own procedures, sure. which tells me that they're willing to do that at any time if they have to. Sure. Instead of just canning what they did, they felt the need to do something. And then after that, it, they did reduce it from 18 months to the proposal to six months. Yep. And basically, if people don't reject that, that goes into effect in six months. That's not correct. Um, okay, so what is that the real was that was the January proposition. Okay, what um, is this one? Do the Tuesday then? proposition was nine months. The Friday proposal that got approved was 10 months. So they went from 18 months to 10 months. Okay, now, so now it's going to be 10 months, though. So we'll go into effect in 10 months if someone does Almost, almost, uh, you know, it's like. That, well, that's good. That's why we're talking. Yeah. Because I'm trying to figure this out because it, it, people, it is like looking, watching oh, something in code. It really is. Oh, it's, it's all, you know, craziness. Um, like I said, 310-619-3055. If you give a shit about this, I'll be happy to explain it to you. We don't want to get down into the weeds, but but I want enough weeds ten, to know ten months, what, ten yeah. months to um, be able to flat out reject any amendment. I mean, all you need is five minutes. You know, you see the amendment, you go, "Nah, I don't want that." You send a letter of rejection, and you're done. That went from eighteen months to ten months. This particular amendment will not come into effect for twelve months, and then there's also an extension period that it could end up being 18 or 24 months. It's all a bunch of distraction and deceit. Okay. And when you look at it, it basically comes down to as, as long as you choose as from a nation, you know, national standpoint, if the United States or any other nation 
said, no, thank you, right? It's all null and void because it's all a voluntary um, agreement. It, it's, we're only here because we wanna be here. We only agree to what they say because we agree to what they say. You're always able as a nation to just say, no, thanks. Um, we reject it, shove it up your butt. And a lot of words, a lot of words to confuse the daylights out of you. But when you know how to read through it, and like I said, give me a call and I'll be happy to point it out to you. They make it so that you're just so damn confused that you just go, ah, oh, screw it. You know, whatever you say. And that's why people are wearing masks and that's why people are getting injections. And that's why people are doing, you know, losing their jobs. It's because they keep pushing this confusion and you forget what your rights are. You forget that you're the boss of them. They're not the boss of you, but they're really good hypnotists. They're really good at making you think that they have authority. And well, you forget, yeah, they shouldn't. And you forget that they don't. Okay, well, let's let's go through why this, I mean, they, we still have something that's lingering in the air, but it was kind of good to bring the who and and this whole thing to the forefront so that people understand what they're trying to pull and that this is coming very, it's barreling down on us. Now, could they come back at this next, when are they meeting again? And could they come back at regroup and come back at it? Basically they got punched in the face. Um, they're regrouping what they decided with their document number 17. And this is not necessarily bad. Okay. I'm an optimist and I can see that this could be turned into something good. Yeah. You know, yeah. we shall see. Um, the smaller nations, African nations and, and many others, uh, things like um, Brunei and Bangladesh and uh, so forth, uh, they essentially became aware that the United States realized that by manipulating the international health regulations, that could be a powerful move. But it was a U.S. It was. I'm it was all correct. U.S. It was, it no, was but I mean, the U.S. put it through, but I think it was from somebody else behind the scenes. I mean, why would we give up our sovereignty willy nilly right. for so, some? But keep going. Yeah. So the small nations, relatively, saw that they were alerted to the reality that altering the international health regulations was a power play. And rather than let the United States and whoever was behind all of it benefit from that power play, they said, oh, thanks for letting us know that the international health regulations are a point of power. And so what they changed with document number 17 was they have now a working group that's gonna meet in November and from now until September 20th, all nations are encouraged to submit amendments to the international health regulations to be considered in November and to be presented before January for consideration next May. Now, that could be good and that could go really bad, but it's now very clear that that's a power move that's we're now all aware of, right? And so if all of the little nations say, well, we want this amendment, we want this amendment, we want this amendment, you know, the, the powerful nations 
are going to be faced with China, India, the United States, Brazil, um, Indonesia, Japan, you know, nations with millions and billions of people, they each get one vote, but all these little nations also get one vote. And so the little nations can ram through what they want in opposition to what the larger countries want. So the larger countries just got screwed. Well, it's kind of good. What that'll do is just to make them not want to do it. I think it's kind of a good thing because unless those smaller countries can be bribed and blackmailed more easily. Oh, bribery and blackmail and wheeling and dealing was abundantly obvious. I mean, the entertainment value of what's going on with the clips that I have on my article, um, clearly, I mean, this is not even like remotely open to um, discussion. Clearly, the um, Japanese gentleman who was in charge of the committee meeting that was doing all this reached out to the secretariat of the WHO, which is a fancy word for secretary, um, to get a back room where the negotiations <laughs> could occur. Okay. So, I mean, they're blatantly saying, we don't want to air this dirty laundry in front of the whole assembly. That's We're going true. to get a room in, in the Palace of Nations that the secretariat is going to organize for us. And the most hilarious part for me, people may or may not, you know, appreciate my humor. Um, he literally said that in the um, spirit of transparency, okay, I'll, I'll send everybody an email. And I'm thinking to myself, if y'all wanted to be transparent, you'd have this discussion, live stream it and have everybody, you know, bickering over what's going on. But no, you're setting it up with the secretariat to have, you know, happen in a back room and you'll send everybody an email because that's transparent. It, it you know, for me, it was amusing. Backwards right? speak. Okay. Yeah, it's just. Yeah, it's, it's double talk, it's bullshit. And, and, and so um, there's all of this intrigue and, and craziness going on, which was quite frankly, very entertaining. I hope I've extracted the goodness so that people can watch, you know, a two minute clip of what India had to say and what Iran had to say and what Russia had to say and so forth. Um, because if you just watch the hours and hours and days and days and days, it's boring as sin, but it, you know, it couldn't, should be a movie. And so um, well, it probably should be, but it was good that you did that work because we, this is what we need to know and people need to be informed on this. Okay. So how can people go to your site learn more about this and stay informed because my question still exists. Will they regroup, re-strategize oh, yeah. and come back to the table because that's what they do. Okay. So um, to get a hold of me, um, 310-619-3055. Give me a call. Uh, I've met the most amazing people. It's been wonderful. The website, uh, I, I, I had all my websites wiped off the face of the planet uh, back in February. Uh, a dozen years worth of work. It's just gone. So I landed on Substack. So go to jamesroguski.substack.com, J-A-M-E-S-R-O-G-U-S-K-I.substack.com. And going forward, um, it's going to be leavethewho.com. That's easy to remember, leavethewho.com. That's so, really our only, I mean, because we, we, that's our only way to, to be safe is just to get the hell out because they're going to keep going at it. They're going to keep trying to pull fast ones. And we just, when they didn't even follow their own rules this time, why should we 
participate in this game. And, and why, should, why should we give them a couple of hundred million dollars a year? Okay. That's exactly um, right. You know, they spend more money on travel than they do on disease prevention. And, and so a joke. Um, my shout out to everybody. Uh, and, and this is an honest request. Um, if everybody remembers or anybody can remember uh, David Letterman, right. You know, talk show, uh, he would do his top 10, right. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. What are your top 10 reasons why we should screw the who? You know, why should we leave the WHO? Well, that's not that that's not screwing them. That's saying we this is giving them what they deserve. And and so why that is screwing them. I don't know. What are you what are your top 10 reasons why we should just say to the WHO, um, we're done. This relationship does not serve us any longer. We were trying to help, but you're trying to screw us. So screw you. We're out of here. Okay. <laughs> I suppose it's a backward screw. Now, how do we? What, where, where do you? Where do you want those? And where? Where should people submit them? Because those um, you can just be text me. You know, just text me three one zero six one nine three zero five five. What are your top ten reasons for leaving the WHO? Uh, there's probably like a couple of hundred, right? But most people can only wrap their heads around, you know, a, a, a soundbite. And, and and so, um, what's really interesting is a lot of Congress people have incriminated themselves by replying to constituents who reached out to them saying, hey, this is really bad. We don't like this. Um, I've got a whole article written. It's called um, Seeking um, Clarification. Yeah. Uh, a whole bunch of Congress people have clearly stated that they were for in support of taking the control away from our nation and giving it to this dictator, Tedros Ghebreyesus. Yeah, to get rid of our sovereignty. Do you have a list? Because I want to publish. Oh, it's right. It's it right there. Yeah, it's right on. Yeah. It's right on thing. Um, I yeah. also have who a, was for and who wasn't. If we have a complete list, that would be I, wonderful. I have I, I have a naughty list and I have a nice list. I've been pretending to be Santa Claus, you know, around Christmas time. Uh, the next article that I'm going to publish um, is exactly the folks who have stepped up and either spoke out against the uh, amendments or spoke out against the WHO. There's currently, last time I checked, 51 Congress people who have co-sponsored House Resolution 419 to defund the WHO. Um, nobody has stepped up yet and, and proposed legislation to leave the WHO. Uh, the Louisiana a group of 14 legislators in the state assembly in Louisiana have presented a resolution to uh, be opposed to these amendments. And so some, some folks have spoken out, you know, in, in my opinion, uh, appropriately, um, but a, a number of folks have just shot themselves in the foot in support of the thing that just got brutally defeated. And it's borderline treason as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, it's it is. certainly um, not in keeping with the oath of office to protect the constitution. You can't give away sovereignty and say that you're protecting the constitution. And so, uh, uh, you know, interestingly, most Democrats 
their their responses have been so slippery you can't pin them down to anything it's just so damn vague you know they said a lot of nothing but a lot of um rhinos basically uh republicans in name only have presented uh or or shared uh letters with their constituents that just incriminate them to high heaven they're trying to say oh this all got started under trump so therefore they support it yeah right but trump didn't actually finish it he was gone and biden is the one who did the final version yeah but he tried to get out of the who so that's the interesting well you know arguably i i I go with what people actually accomplish um if he really truly wanted to do it it would have gotten done but he waited too long and it is a year-long process and so be that as it may uh we're still in so you know results matter uh intent i can't talk to someone's intent oh you mean uh, we didn't get out of the who is what you're saying because i thought he got started out the process the- didn't happen because okay. it started too yep. late right and and so um who maybe knows? his intent was was good maybe his intent was too late yeah you don't know yeah right. that's very true reality of it is yeah we're still in but you're seeing a bipartisan support of it. Is there any group that is saying heck, heck with this? Is it the the new Republicans that are not the rhinos? You know, there's a whole new group of people that are trying to well, change. Are those what, the people that are against it? What what I do not like to do is use labels. Okay. Um, and I'm going to go off on a total tangent. Okay. There's there's a lot of folks who were Trump supporters who are anti-China who keep talking about communism and socialism and progressivism and Marxism. And I would just like to clarify something. If you hear those words that I just mentioned, that's a decoy. Okay. They're, they're not opening up any new communes in China. Um, China, the government has not seized the means of production. That would be Marxism. What we're dealing with is authoritarian fascism with a 21st century upgrade. And I'll explain what I mean by that. Benito Mussolini clearly defined fascism as the combination of government and corporate power beating on the people. Now, there's a 21st century upgrade to that, which are non-state actors, NSA, or non-government organizations, NGOs, or nonprofits, or tax-exempt organizations, foundations, Bill and Melinda Gates, the Clinton Foundation, the Red Cross, the Planned Parenthood, United Way, um, American Cancer Society, American Heart Association. These organizations have formed the third leg of the troika of government, corporations, and foundations they're, they're working together to screw you and me and mom and pop, you know, businesses. Yep. Yep. The government gives money to a foundation, Planned Parenthood, you know, whatever else that organization has contracts with pharmaceutical companies, vaccine manufacturers, you know, whatever else it may be, those corporations, um, you know, are, are for profit, but there's this revolving door where the uh, feudalistic, you know, feudalism, where the, the king and the oligarchs 
um, they bounce around. They, they work in the deep state. They work in some foundation. You know, our ambassador to the Geneva, to the mission in Geneva, used to work for the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. Yeah, I know. Um, it's a revolving right. door of all and, these and, people. Yep. And so people, 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 please realize that modern day authoritarian fascism, government, corporate, and nonprofit foundation, non-government organization, non-state actors, 60% of the groups that were at the W um, World Health Assembly were non-state actors. They had like 194 countries and 250 non-state actors. Well, but my question is, is, is there any kind of pattern of people who are against it? I realize on this show and the people who watch the show, because I talk a lot and I interview people from all sides of the aisle who have woken up to what's going on, who aren't, who realize that the left-right paradigm is a bunch of BS and that we are just being played by both sides. But there is a move to get people who aren't in this game in positions of power. And I know that there are Democrats who would be willing to play that too. You know, they would be willing, but I'm just trying to figure out, is there any pattern of people who seem to be against us so that we can hold the people accountable in some way, shape or form? You can't put a word on it. Okay. Are you because, saying that is it is it across the board that they agree with it? Because I, I know the rhinos agree with it. The rhinos are totally sold out. And before, um, you know, this last decade, they're slowly being replaced. But who knows? They might be replaced by people who are still rhinos. But my point is, is that, you know, I just want to know, is there any group that seems to be because you said there are 51 people who signed the thing to get out of the who? Is there that's, any- a re- that's a reasonable start. And, and so the, the, the part that I'm chafing at with what you're asking is it's not that there's a group, okay? Because within any group, there are individuals who are, you know, uh, outside of what you're talking about. Yep. And so, you know, the, the reality, you know, my answer is you have to look at each individual person. And, mm-hmm. and, and you have to say, you know, if someone's running for office, I think that's kind of what you're asking. You know, if someone's running for some kind of office. It, it's really, it's really simple. Um, did you speak out against the attempt to put forth these amendments? Right. Well, the reality of it is most people are going to go, what are you talking about? I have no idea. Oh, okay. So you're not paying attention. Okay, great. Um, I'll put you down as not paying attention. Um, if you inform them, about what it is, and they come down on the side that you agree with, okay, great, you agree with them. Um, To say it's Democrat or Republican or Libertarian or Green or Rhino or or, um, Dino or or whatever it may be, um, I I shy away from labels. It's like, unfortunately, you gotta look at the details because that's, you know, the devil's in the details but the angels reside in the answers. And so if you ask your uh, candidate that you're considering, you know, where did you land on this topic? Were you pro, were you against, or were you oblivious, right? Mm, two out of three is bad, one of them is good. Um, there are those who are 
signing their names to get out of the W or to defund the WHO. Unfortunately, nobody has come up with uh, a resolution or a bill to leave the WHO. I encourage that. I wish somebody would do that. Uh, it, it, it basically comes down, unfortunately, you have to have a conversation and you have to ask, you know, good, straightforward questions. And some of the answers that we've gotten from some of the rhinos are just shameful. They're just absolutely shameful. Well, um, and so what you're seeing is, I, I understand you don't want to, you're trying to act in a way to not, to get out of this left-right paradigm and to look at the details because everybody puts these people in these boxes and then they, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. And so it's important to, how do we get out of it? That's why I always say I'm, I'm an independent. I always say I'm independent. That way I'm not in a box. Just leave me alone. I'm going to do what um, I think is the right way to be. I, 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 I don't but, even, I don't even say I'm an independent because that caused problems here in California because, oh. <laughs> because there's, there's a party called, called independent American independent. And, and I'm so, not even part of that. I'm, I'm right. a, a non-party person, whatever you want to. No, what, I, what I say, what I say is don't pigeonhole me. Don't, you can't, no, I will not allow anybody to tell me that, you know, oh, you're a this or you're a that. No, sure. um, I'm still thinking for myself. I'm making up my own mind issue by issue, candidate by candidate. Please don't label me. My name's James. <laughs> okay. Call me James. I'm part of the James party. Right. And whatever the person says, I'm open-minded. If it's a candidate that I'm considering voting for, uh, you know, we got our, our uh, booklet for California and one of the candidates for governor, her whole platform was F all politicians. Okay. And I got Perfect. to admit it, it caught my eye. Right. And I go to her website and I'm looking at it. And at the bottom, you know, very subtly, she says, you know, um, forget all politicians, you know, stop it with your dirty mind. What were you thinking? Okay. And, and so the point is we're never going to agree with anybody else on anything, but what I've learned from this experience is very much so with representatives, the dynamic that we experienced was thousands of people sent letters, emails, phone calls, and actually went physically to communicate with their representatives. And the dynamic is supposed to be, we are the people, you are our representative. We're here to tell you that we're not happy with this, meaning what was going on in Geneva, and we want you to do something about it. And the dynamic is supposed to be that they hear what the people have to say and they do what their constituents want, regardless of what the hell they may believe. It's exactly right. And I think that this would be one of those issues where party and all that crap would go away and everybody would agree. And why would we possibly give away our sovereignty? It's crazy. Unfortunately, what we have now got evidence to, and that's on um, seeking uh, clarification, uh, the name of the article, is many of those um, representatives, instead of saying, oh, thank you, dear thousands of constituents in my district for in, you know, letting me know that you feel this way, 
I will certainly put forth legislation or a resolution or, you know, speak to the powers to be. That's not what they did. They went uphill. They got a form letter. They came back and they tried to shove that form letter down the throat of the constituents saying, oh, you people are wrong. You don't understand. We know what's going on and we're all for this. And they absolutely incriminated themselves, not only being in violation of their oath of office for supporting something that's totally unconstitutional, they clearly distinguish themselves as not doing the job of representing their constituents. They want to tell their constituents what the constituents should do because they've completely forgotten that they are our representatives. They are our public servants. We tell them what to do. And so you know, 100,000 people came through my website to tell their Congress people what they wanted. And they learned very quickly that in many cases, their representative needs to be booted out of office because they don't listen. You know, hey, hey, representative, you've got two ears and one mouth. Use them in that ratio and you'll be much better off, you know, and you'll be much more likely to be reelected because if you don't listen to your constituents, you, there's going to be hell to pay come November. Well, they don't listen unless it's people are loud enough and aggressive enough. Otherwise, they don't listen because the money that went to Ukraine, the 40 billion, the vast majority of people don't didn't approve or do. They don't want that money going to Ukraine. And so they don't listen unless it's really loud, right. bipartisan situation. But I really appreciate everything you're doing. This is becoming a long interview. We were going to do a short one, and now it's like way over <laughs> no, an hour. It's, no, it's, so it's, it's, okay. it's a beautiful thing. It's been a fantastic experience. I, you know, I put my phone number out there. I've gotten phone calls from some wonderful people. People got the fire in the belly. They got that American spirit. They went out and they, you know, they told their Congress people and their senators what they felt. They put it on social media. They, you know, people like yourself did, you know, you got an audience, so you put it out there early bless you for everything you've done um that american spirit kind of got lit right and and i hope that that keeps going um just because we won a little skirmish in in a tiny little battle in the middle of an ongoing you know endless war it's a spiritual war uh we can celebrate uh this memorial day weekend that we were successful but you know, it's a tiny little piece of the puzzle that, uh, but Just it's, but it's battle. encouraging. It's encouraging yeah. because the power of the people defeated the people in power. And yes, we did. This is couldn't, wonderful. Couldn't yeah. be happier. Couldn't be happier. Okay. Well, thank you so much, James. I really appreciate this conversation. And like I said, they could keep coming back at it. We got to keep our, our antennas up. They're yeah. going to regroup and come at it at, at you know, I, I, I had done. a lot of people, I had a lot of people call me, you know, 310-619-3055. They go, oh, I saw you on Sarah Westall, right? You know, oh, this is great. And so to everybody who's watching this, um, take this link and share the crap out of it. And that's what, that's what started this. People like Sarah got wind of it. We had a conversation. She put it out there. But then your, the audience people listening to this is the audience. Yeah. You know, you know, you, you know, you have your subscribers, so your subscribers see whatever it is they see that you present, but then when they share it and it goes crazy, I mean, I was getting phone calls from Japan and, and Malaysia and Singapore and Uganda and South Africa and Ecuador and yep. Australia. Yep. And, you know, 
be the media, don't listen to the media. Um, you know, you, you are, Sarah, you are media and, and your subscribers get to share that media. Um, that's way more powerful than the five or six people that are watching CNN. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, it is. It's, I, it's, and I think, you know, yeah. You know, you said you had like a hundred thousand. Okay. Um, but you know, those hundred thousand tell a couple and they tell a couple and they tell a couple, um, we're kicking their butt. We just have to keep doing it. Yeah. Yep. We keep working at it. So, well, thank you so much. And we will talk soon. I, I appreciate you having me. You were one of the very first and I applaud you for that. Um, you know, a month ago, this was a brain bender and it's still a brain bender, but um, it, it's, it's something that I don't think that your audience um, is like the audience that wants to watch CNN and MSNBC. They can, people can handle complexity if you explain it and they go, oh, wait a minute. I don't like that. You know, that's not what I want. Um, everything I've seen on mainstream media has taken any of this and just absolutely just screwed it up so bad. I, there's a lot of media people that I can no longer watch because they took this topic and they just butchered it. And, you know, and it's so, probably on purpose. They might be behind the whole deal. I don't know. We just right. can't trust any of them. So uh, we'll just keep pushing, keep working. They're going to try again, regroup, come back. We have to keep our antennas up. And thank you. We, let's take our it. win and have a great Memorial Day tomorrow. Right. I appreciate thank you, Sarah. You, thank, you for, thank you for all you do. Okay. Bye-bye.